Happy New Year's, listeners. I hope you all had a fun and safe New Year's Eve. This is your host, Corbin. Alan is not joining me today. He is doing his own separate podcast talking about the best and worst movies he saw in 2018. I thought it would be a fun way to spend New Year's Day just taking a quick look back at 2018, seeing what were the best movies that came out this year. I also did a worst list of 2018. I also talked about the most disappointing movies as well. That's another podcast I did. It's out now. So after you're done with this podcast, go ahead and check out the worst movies of 2018 podcast as well. Alan and I will also be coming back very soon with a podcast talking about our most anticipated movies of 2019 and then shortly after that we will be doing a couple different podcasts about the oscars since oscars season is just right around the corner so make sure to click subscribe right now because you will not want to miss uh, all of these great updates coming to you very soon so before i do talk about the best movies of 2018 i just kind of want to take a look at my year in review this year, I got Letterboxed. I am a uh, patron of Letterboxd, meaning I do support them. I think it's a really incredible service, how you can keep track of your movies. This isn't a paid advertisement at all, but I do encourage you guys to go check out Letterboxd, and it's a really great method of kind of creating film diaries, giving your thoughts on films, creating lists to help you keep track of certain movies, and interacting with uh, other film buffs as well. You can see what your friends thought about a movie, what they rated it as well. I highly enjoy it, and because I'm a patron of Letterboxd, they give me this really cool breakdown at the end of the year showing me uh, all kinds of really cool stats that I thought I would share with you guys here right off the bat. And you can go follow follow me on Letterboxd. It's just my name, Corbin Riley. Go to Letterboxd, type that in, follow me, and you can see all of the movies that I watch. So how many movies did I watch this year? According to Letterboxd, I watched 386 movies? Well, some of those were partial watches. I did shut some of them off, not a whole bunch of them though, and only 33% of those were rewatches. So that totals out to 700 hours of watching movies. That sounds insane, but it's only a fraction of the nearly 9,000 hours in a year. Not to mention, I graduated college, so I think I did pretty good. Of those 386 movies, 215 of them were movies I had never seen before. On average, I gave most movies a 7 out of 10, which means the movie was good. The actor I watched the most this year was Desmond Lulin, since I saw all of the James Bond movies. And for those of you who don't know, he played Q. My most watched director for this year was Steven Spielberg. I watched 9 of his films. I handed out 2 10 out of 10s to movies released in 2018, and 5 10s in total to new movies I had never seen before, and you'll hear what those movies are here shortly. Like I just mentioned, for the first time, I sat down with my dad and we watched all of the James Bond movies. I also began cracking the IMDb Top 250, a major cinema goal of mine. I've already seen over 50% before starting this year, but I began watching the ones that I haven't seen, which are to me the lesser known ones. The first film I watched this year was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It was pretty okay and pretty weird, and there's a slight possibility I will return to it someday. I saw all of the Oscar nominees at the beginning of the year with my dad. That was incredible. I look forward to doing the same thing this coming year, which we will have a podcast over come Oscar season. 
My most watched movie of 2018 was actually a four-way tie between The Cloverfield Paradox, Ready Player One, Daddy's Home 2, and Truth or Dare. I watched all of those movies twice. I didn't really take time to do a whole lot of repeats. The last film I watched for the year was While You Were Sleeping. It's becoming a New Year's Eve tradition. The highest rated movie, according to Letterboxd, that I saw this year was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The lowest was Birdemic. The most popular movie I saw this year was La La Land. And the most obscure movie I saw was Christmas on the Bayou. Listeners, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to jump in right now, giving you my list for the top movies of 2018 that all of these movies just hit it out of the park. They're really incredible. Uh, all of the movies on this list, save for number 11, which is a bonus slot, are um, numbers 10 through 6. I gave uh, an 8 out of 10. Numbers 5 through 2 are 9 out of 10s. And my number 1 spot, 10 out of 10. So like I said, I gave a bonus spot here on the list, a number 11 spot. I gave that to Annihilation. I gave it a 7 out of 10, and it could very well jump to an 8 out of a 10 on second viewing, but I did find it to be one of the most thought-provoking, one of the most creative and inventive science fiction films out this year. So now my number 10 pick for the best movie of the year is Ready Player One. I had a blast with that movie. My number nine pick, Instant Family. I recently saw this one. It came out not that long ago, and I really enjoyed it with my family. We had a, a great time. It had a great worldview. My number eight pick, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You'll notice something about these movies is it seems like all of the great movies come out at the very end, so it gets really busy trying to watch everything uh, in a really contained amount of time. Ballad of Buster Scruggs, I thought, was a really fun, great Coen Brothers movie. My number seven pick, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, a huge surprise. A lot of people love this for very good reasons. My number six pick, Black Klansman. This movie really was great in so many ways, and I hope to see it at the Oscars. My number five pick was Roma. I thought it was just an absolutely beautifully shot film and a beautiful story. My number four pick, Little Women. I was really blown away by how much I loved this movie. My number three pick, A Quiet Place. Better get nominated for Best Picture of the Year, John, or even Best Director and Best Writing. John Krasinski did a brilliant job. My number two pick, First Man, a truly incredible film. And my number one best movie of the year, Christopher Robin. I adored this movie. I uh, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh is really near and dear to my heart. I grew up watching Winnie the Pooh and then seeing it translated to the big screen in this way. And I really connected with this movie um, personally. And uh, especially the worldview at the end very much reminded me of Winnie the Pooh was a bit of a Christ figure. Or even just kind of, he was kind of God in the story. How Christopher Robin had really strayed. And Winnie the Pooh uh, said, well, I, I found you. I've never stopped looking for you and it was just really beautiful how they came together um it, it makes me sad that some people really didn't like this movie at all and it honestly shocks me but christopher robin was for me 10 out of 10 it was the best picture of the year i really do hope to see it at the oscars a really brilliant beautiful film that i loved 
And listeners, I told you I gave two 10 out of 10s for brand new movies this year. This really wasn't a movie per se, it was a documentary. So my best documentary of the year goes to Won't You Be My Neighbor, uh, the documentary about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. This movie, again, was truly beautiful, truly inspiring, a great worldview, and uh, Mr. Rogers was a true inspiration. I gave that a 10 out of 10 as well. I can't wait to own it and revisit it. This category is kind of fun. It's called Movies I Can't Even. So these were two movies that I just couldn't even right now that definitely deserved to be talked about. I felt uh, I felt they were both brilliant in their own way. The first one on the list being much, much, much more brilliant and deep than the second one. But the first movie was First Reformed. Now, I didn't include it on my best movie list. Like, it didn't make the top 10. And that's because ultimately the movie kind of fell off for me there in the third act. And the worldview got really janky. And that was a big disappointment because I felt like this movie could have been much more redeeming if they kind of would have stuck with the path that seemed like they were leading me on in the first and second act. It had some truly beautiful writing and cinematography. Ethan Hawke did wonderful as usual. So this movie uh, shocked me. I found it to be um, one of the most captivating and brilliant and just beautiful movies of 2018, so I definitely had to mention it. And the second movie I did want to mention was Mandy. Now, I know a lot of people found this movie to be hogwash, or they found it to be brilliant. I'm kind of in between both camps, but I feel like it deserves some recognition because of how beautiful the shots were, how great the writing was, and I found it to be kind of an inventive mix of mythology, theology, and Nicolas Cage was just pure awesome as usual. Now, there was a few elements in this movie that I just really didn't like, and I feel like they definitely could have done without, but Mandy is one I, at first I thought, I can never return to this, but then upon thinking about it, I thought, you know what, I wouldn't mind returning to it someday. Now, here's my bonus list here at the very end, where it's the best movies that were not released in 2018, but they were new to me. I had never seen these movies before, but I watched them for the first time in 2018. I came up with 16 movies, actually. Don't worry, I won't take forever talking to you about them. So my number 16 pick is one that I feel has become pretty obscure, but one I don't think people should forget about. And the, that movie's called Magic. It stars Anthony Hopkins and Burgess Meredith. But this movie is quite frightening, actually, and it's a really well done horror movie. I was extremely impressed with it kind of horror thriller drama aspects. I would have wished they would have touched on just a bit more because there was like a little bit of backstory that they were alluding to. My number 15 pick Exorcist 3 William Peter Blatley knocked it out of the park with this movie. This horror movie got under my skin more than any other horror movie I've probably seen. I would like to see his uh, his own version that was just released like a year ago. Uh, personally, listeners, I found Exorcist 3 to be far better than just the original Exorcist. My number 14 pick, Peeping Tom, a really amazing film. My number 13 pick, Begin Again. This is kind of a overlooked movie I highly recommend that you check out. And uh, by the way, these movies I've been mentioning, including my next pick, number 12, were all um, 8 out of 10s. And then picks 11, 
through four are nine out of tens and then picks three through one are 10 out of tens. So my number 12 pick is The Fugitive. I had never seen this movie before. This was one of those movies everybody had seen but me. I watched it with my dad and I found it to be extremely exciting. Tommy Lee Jones did brilliant and so did Harrison Ford. I really loved The Fugitive and I can't wait to watch it again. My number 11 pick was Sicario. My number 10 pick, Grave of the Fireflies, a very sad but uh, beautiful film. My number nine pick, Paper Moon. I watched that twice. So I guess it's a five-way tie because I did watch Paper Moon twice. I first watched it and then I watched it for a second time with Alan. And we really found that to be a beautiful movie. My number eight pick, Phantom Thread. For those of you who listened to um, last year's Oscar discussion, you know that was my uh, pick for best picture of the year. My number seven pick was Split. I thought it was really incredible. And following up with that, uh, my number six pick, Unbreakable, which I thought was a bit better. Very much looking forward to seeing Glass coming very soon. My number five pick was The Case for Christ. I thought it was a really great Christian movie that brought up a, a lot of great points for people. My number four pick was Silence. Alan and I reviewed that. A very amazing movie. My number three pick, Black Christmas. Holy cow, 10 out of 10. Extremely atmospheric and so frightening i was on edge literally on edge and that takes a lot for me to be on edge and i personally found it to be better than halloween i know halloween was always my number one until i saw black christmas i can't wait to watch it again my second pick for best movie i saw this year was memories of murder a south korean film if you've seen okja or snowpiercer or the host please uh, watch Memories of Murder because uh, this is one of that, that director's earlier works and it is just a really incredible film. My number one best movie that I saw in 2018, Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. Oh, and I actually watched that twice in a row. I just got Letterboxd this year, so I forgot to log some of these earlier movies. So I guess it's technically a six-way tie between uh, what movies I watched the most of, but Field of Dreams... I just, 10 out of 10, I can't praise it enough. It was so incredible. I, I loved it so much and I can't wait to revisit it. That's one I would like to watch every summer. Well, listeners, thank you so much for joining Alan and I on the uh, 2018 retrospective series and individual movie reviews. 2018 was a huge year for us. We both got movie pass, then we both lost movie pass, and we got other things. But 2018 was a huge blast for me with cinema. Probably one of the most unforgettable years of cinema because of seeing all of the Oscar picks at the beginning, getting movie pass, going to the theater all the time, doing those reviews, and then having some really diverse retrospective series. So looking back on 2018 for me was a absolutely great year in cinema. I saw a ton of great films that came out this year, but then I also got to watch a lot of classics that have come out as well. So I'm really excited about 2019 and continuing that uh, tradition of seeing those Oscar movies and some more brilliant films as well. And of course, we will be bringing you all those great reviews coming very soon. We release new episodes every Monday, so make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, if you do like what you hear, you love our reviews, and you want to support us, because it does cost money for us to produce these podcasts, then head on over to Patreon. And just for the price of a cup of coffee, uh, we offer uh, starting with just that price, but you'll get bonus reviews, movie commentaries, 
you'll get access to the feed. So you'll get exclusive updates first. You get a lot of stuff right there. So we want to just really say thanks. We love talking about movies. We love talking about them with you. This will be the third year of Silver Screen Guide. I, I'm just so grateful and thankful for your listenership. Make sure to share with your friends though, because we do want to keep growing Silver Screen Guide uh, as a great movie review service for you to come to and get some really solid views and opinions where we break down the world views contained within so once again listeners thank you for joining me talking about my best movies of 2018 i want to know your best movies of 2018 so make sure to leave that in the comments below don't forget to check out my other podcast talking about the worst movies of 2018 and don't forget to listen to alan's podcast as well where he will talk about his best and worst of 2018 we look forward to bringing you more great content and seeing you in 2019 we will catch you very soon